It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org slash app. Welcome in to the Locked on Bengals podcast, episode 23. I'm James Erpine. So much to get to. You can follow me on Twitter, at James Erpine. Subscribe to this podcast on audioboom.com, iTunes. Share it with your mother, your brother, your uncle, your cousin, and your lover. Everybody that's a Bengals fan should know about this podcast. I appreciate you listening. Like I say, as always, it starts with you, and it begins with you and ends with you, and uh, I just deliver... The message just came back from Paul Brown Stadium today. A lot to talk about, a lot to get into in this podcast. You're going to hear from Carlos Dansby on the linebacking struggles, on the struggles of the team, and how they and where they go from here as they push forward and travel to London. You're also going to hear British accents from a few of the young players on the team and so much more, including a one-on-one interview with Tyler Boyd in this segment. So, a lot to get to in the next 15 minutes. In the Bengals travel tomorrow. They'll, they'll travel to London. They have the Redskins. And this Redskins team is good. They're not great. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. They're not going to make a crazy playoff run. But Kirk Cousins, solid. Deshaun Jackson, Jordan Reed, offensively, they're solid. And defensively, they have, and Tyler Boyd talked about this. I, I was down at Paul Brown Stadium, and Boyd mentioned their cornerbacks, and he also mentioned their their pass rush and how important it's going to be to for him to get open and for the other receivers outside of A.J. Green to get open because they expect Josh Norman and A.J. Green to be battling at it, uh, going at it, battling, and uh, they know it's going to be important for someone else to step up. In fact, what the heck? Why keep you waiting? Here's my one-on-one interview with Tyler Boyd. We talk about the offense, where it's at now, where he's at now week eight of the regular season versus week one, and so much more. Here's my interview. Just came back from Paul Brown Stadium about a half hour ago with Bengals rookie wide receiver Tyler Boyd. James Rapine in the Bengals locker room with Tyler Boyd. Tyler, there's going to be so much talk about the travel and about all that, but ultimately there is a game Sunday. Certainly this team is focused on getting to 500. How important is it that uh, the offense continues what you guys did against Cleveland and just uh, continues to hit those big plays? Very. You know, I, I believe uh, the, our offense is finally developing to the offense of where they started last year when they started 8-0. You know, I believe that all of us is, is starting to become more evolved in, in the offense and starting to feel comfortable with each other and can lean towards each other, get help with, by each other, and just 
just feed off each other. So I feel like as long as we continue to just make plays and do our responsibilities, then, I mean, you, really, you can't stop us. How much comfortable do you feel now, seven games, seven regular season games into your career versus you were two months ago out there in the offense with Andy? Uh, I feel pretty relaxed, a lot more relaxed. You know, I can feel myself going out there lining up like I belong here, like I'm supposed to be here, like I can compete here and, and beat guys. You know, so my confidence level is, is, is rising week by week. You know, and like I mentioned, whenever my numbers cause, I want to make as much plays. Last week, I didn't get a, a, a lot of targets. You know, that's all right. You know, because we still got the winning and, and, and our receiver core is still, our u whole unit still made a lot of huge plays. You know, so at the end of the day, you can't just just just, just neglect on the things you didn't do. You know, just look at the things you did good right for guys to get open to, to, to make those plays. So, like I said, as long as guys around that offense, we got guys all over offense that's going to make plays. So it's going to be games where it's going to be one guy to another. It's always going to bounce around like that. When you watch this Redskins defense, is there anything they do really well that stands out? Uh, it, for our people that don't know about the Redskins, know much about them, what, what stood out on them on tape? Um, without talking about Norman, not sure if he's going to play one of the best corners. So I know him and him and AJ. I believe he'll, if, if he plays, he'll be matched up on AJ. So they're going to they're gonna battle. So we just got to do a great job. The rest of us got to do a great job just winning our battles. You know, they got a rookie nickel, Fuller. He's a real great player. Played against him in college. I got, I got to work him. You know, I got, I got to create opportunities for myself to win. And, and also, they got a real great rush defense. Uh, number 91 got six sacks already. So we got to do a great job just just pass protection. As long as we, we can hold them up, we're going to get passes off. We're going to be able to have opportunities to make plays. How did you do against Fuller in college? Do you remember? Uh, I remember last time I played in was sophomore year. We went at it. I think my numbers was had about six catches for 80 some and a touchdown. We played home and we got the victory. You know, so um, everybody gets better day by day, week by week, month by month by month year. You know, so I'm definitely ready to see what he's going to bring. I know he's a competitor. You know, so I love to compete against guys I I've I seen before just so I can get the best out of them and see how much they advance from last time. That's Tyler Boyd, has yet to score an NFL touchdown. I expect that to change, change soon. I, I think Brandon LaFell has four touchdowns in the past three games. He's certainly come on as a Cincinnati Bengals weapon uh, in, in the two touchdowns against Dallas. Then he's had one in back-to-back -back weeks. I, I look at this offense, and I think there's going to be a point where Tyler Boyd steps up, not only leads the team in receiving, but gets into the end zone, just plays at a high level, plays really well. And he talked about it in what I think is really important and good to see from Boyd is that he accepted it. And you heard it in the interview that he's not going to get a ton of targets. He knows that he's not going to get a ton of targets every week, but there are going to be times when he needs to step up. That could be this week. That could be three weeks from now. That could be against Pittsburgh later in the year. He's not sure when he knows his number is going to get called. It's important for him to be patient and even talking to him off the mic, outside of the locker room, or off the record, rather, you, you can tell he's confident, patient, and uh, hopefully that, that'll translate to the field. Because this team, they've won three games in which A.J. Green's dominated. And while A.J. Green's great, Andy Dalton's calling him the best wide receiver in the league, I think ultimately they're going to have to find someone else to carry the load here or there. Because teams are going to, well, what if the Redskins roll out a double team? And it's not only Josh Norman, it's a, a safety over the top. 
Well, it's going to be tough for A.J. Green to have 100-plus yards, a couple touchdowns, and make one-handed grabs. That's just how it is. Teams are going to try to take away A.J. Green, so that's why it's so important for a guy like Tyler Boyd, for guys like Tyler Eifert to be healthy, for Brandon LaFell to stay in sync with Andy Dalton like he has. And you you heard it there from Boyd. He thinks that that's how it's going to be. He's confident, and uh, that is certainly important. If you're a Bengals fan, if you're a, a fan of this team, if you're worried about the offense at all. But one, one thing, and I talked about it yesterday, the defense worries me. The defense worries me, and I'm not sure right now about the linebackers. Carlos Dansby, I love the signing. I endorsed it, endorsed it, endorsed it. Not only Carlos Dansby, but obviously Vontez Perfect is a stud. Vinny Ray has played well at times this season. Then you have Ray Maluga. Veteran linebackers. Right now, they don't look athletic. Right now, they don't look like they are in position to win in their individual matchups. And quite frankly, they've struggled. So I caught up with Carlos Dansby to talk about the struggles of the team, to talk about the trip to London, and more. Here's my one-on-one interview with Bengals linebacker Carlos Dansby. James Rapine in the Bengals locker room with linebacker Carlos Dansby. Carlos, traveling to London. Have you ever have you ever been there before? Nah, man. Especially not to play no football. You know. Uh, so you know, it's going it's going to be cool. Um, I think it's going to be a cool trip, real cool trip. Are you, are you excited for the the eight-hour flight? Oh uh, man, you know, it's part of the process. Uh, you, you had no choice but to be excited, I guess. Uh, ready to get out there, man. If we can go and get this game going, you know, and uh, get back. Get back. You say get back. I know three and four is not where you thought this team probably would be after after seven games. How important is it uh, this week to get to 500 before the bye? I mean, it's huge, man. It's huge, man. Um, it's, it's a stepping stone to where we want to go um, here in the near future, man. So we, it's the first game up, and we got um, it's a must win for us, you know. Um, we got to get back balanced and, um, and then take, take steps to position ourselves to uh, be where we want to be in the end. Do you look at, uh, at, at as a, a, a team, or do you guys look at the, the standings or anything like that, knowing that you, that you gained a game on everyone in the AFC North the other day? Um, no, nah, we didn't even check that out, man. We we not even worried about that, man. We just trying to get this next game. Yeah, <laughs> shit, we we trying to get back 500, man. We want to get you know just getting get in position, man. And like I said, just try to be there when it when it all when it's all said and done. I know apologies talked about. Uh, it's just been one little breakdown here on defense, or one there. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what you're seeing as well in, in the locker room on defense? Without a doubt, man. We all see it. Um, and like I said, we all taking turns at it. You know what I'm saying? It's one guy here, one guy there. It's one guy here, it's one guy there. And we just got to be more consistent um, at doing the little things right. And uh, once we do that, man, we'll be able to uh, we'll be able to have a lot more success on defense, make more plays, and um, and be more opportunistic. You've been in the league for a while. What do you what do you say to some of the younger guys, to the three and four start or the two and four start? And, and do you say anything to them? No, man, it's, it's a process, man. Everybody got to respect it. We got to respect our journey, you know what I'm saying, and respect our process. And, you know what I'm saying, it's not going to be the same road it was last year. It's going to be a little bit different, you know. And, and year in and year out, you have to take that kind of approach. And you have to prepare for that, you know what I'm saying. And, um, and like I said, I think the guys, uh, they understand that now. And, um, like I said, we, we just got to get there a different way now. One non-football thing, can you give me your best British accent? Uh. Just a British attempt. I'm no good at it, but I I, I gotta I gotta ask. I, I don't I don't have anything, man, to give you on that one. Um, I'm 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 um, nah, I'm, I'm I'm dumbfounded on that one. I appreciate the time. Right, no problem, brother. That's Carlos Dansby, and I I look at that and I hear what he has to say, 
and I don't hear panic out of his voice. I, 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 they're three and four, and when he came here, he said, man, this, this might be the best team I've ever played on. He played on a team that played in the Super Bowl. So he certainly thinks highly of this team. He thinks highly of the linebacker group. And I, I listen to what he said. There's no panic, and I, and I think, oh, it's just one thing here or one thing there. Once we fix it, in his mind, that's what he thinks. Once it's fixed, man, this team's going to be really good. So that has yet to be seen. I don't know if that, that can happen, but I don't, know, I don't think the Bengals' confidence has wavered, at least not much. You, you hear Carlos Dansby. He thinks that this team can still be really good, just in his voice. You can tell that. You can tell that's what he's saying. So I, I look at this game, and I think it's a game. Obviously, he called it a must-win. It is. Can the linebackers not only shut down the running lanes from Matt Jones and Chris Thompson, but can they prevent the running back getting out of the backfield and catching passes and, and being open in, in the flat and, and getting 20-yard runs? And do, Can they do that? That's what they need the linebackers to do. Can the linebackers cover? Because so far, the past three games, the linebackers have gotten destroyed by the read option. Rob Gronkowski made Vontaze Burfecht look awful, and they couldn't keep up with James White against the New England Patriots. And before that, they, they were playing Ole defense on Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, well, those are really good teams. Really? I mean, you could say, you know, that, that Dallas, really good at running. They run it against everyone. You can say, well, it's the Patriots. They're going to exploit a matchup somewhere. You can't say that about Cleveland. And I talked about that. The Cleveland game worried me, even though they won, because of how they won. And, oh, well, they got to win. What, what are you doing? Why are you being so critical, James? Well, because good teams are going to put up more points than the Cleveland Browns. Because good teams are going to take advantage of that, those weaknesses even more so than the, the lack of talent on that Browns roster still able to drop 17 on you and stay in the game. So ultimately, I, I look at all that stuff, and, and that's it. it is the linebackers, that is the, the, the part of the defense that I have yet to see them gel together, play good this year. Can they do it this Sunday? Can they reach their peak? Can they outplay their average, what they've done so far, which is average. They've been very average, if not below average at times this season. But the Bengals are traveling to London, and you can't go to London without asking them for their best British accents. You heard me get turned down for it by Carlos Dansby. That's fine. He's an old school guy. You know, you know, he's 36 years old. He's not, he doesn't have time for my foolish games. You know who did have time for it? Alex Erickson had time for it. C.J. Uzama had time for it. By the way, you're going to hear from C.J. Uzama and Domata Pecco tomorrow. And rookie wide receiver Cody Core. So I went to the young guys because I knew the young guys would be about it. Listen to this. In order, it's Alex Erickson, C.J. Uzama, and then Cody Core. They're British accents. I thought this was pretty funny. Useful shot, lad. Oh, bloody hell. The rain messed up the pitch. Do you want tea and crumpets? I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, I don't, I don't know about you guys. I, I don't know. It, to me, it's funny. Like, I can't do a British accent. I can't do that. I'm not good at it. Um, and the thing is, is I edited that down. It's really funny, me asking them for that. They're like, what What the hell are you talking about, man? What are you, what are you, what are you asking from me, weird dude in the Bengals locker room? Well, I'm asking you to do a British accent, okay? So it, it, it's just one of those things that you have to ask, like, Get to the Louvre. I, I, I don't know. Like, that was really bad, but that's mine. So, here, I'll, I'll try it one more time. British accent. And then, you can, see what you can do is you can record. 
yours and tweet me at James Erpine. You can tweet me your British accent, and then I can send them to the Bengals players, and they could be laughing at you the way you're laughing at them right now. Let me try one more. Um, oh, let, let's see. Let me think of something here. Did you crochet that blanket? That's my blanket. It's awful, right? Awful. But record your British accent. Send them to me. And, uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll show the Bengals players if they're funny. I'll post them on my blog if they're funny at 700WLWNESPN1530.com. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Tried to have a little fun today with the, the British accents and stuff. Tomorrow you're going to hear from CJ Uzama. I got to talk to him about serious things like football and traveling and, and stuff like that. Also, Domata Pecco talks about the, quote, business trip that this is, but also says they're going to have a little fun as well. I, I can't wait for this game. It'll be interesting. It'll be cool to see the, the atmosphere in London at Wembley Stadium. And we're going to keep it right here, locked on Bengals. We're going to cover every moment of it, every single moment right here. You get exclusive. Who else? What other podcast is bringing you British accents? British accents. What, what, what other podcast is doing that? We are right here, locked on Bengals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the fastest growing podcast network in the world you can follow me on twitter at james erpine let everybody know about this podcast tomorrow i'm going to dive into things with joe goodberry it's our weekly segment where joe goodberry and i preview the upcoming game so you'll get that you're going to hear from cj uzama domata peko and my prediction on friday for the game in london can the bengals get to four and four will they drop to three and five it is all coming at you in one spot. Locked on Bengals. Subscribe. iTunes. Audioboom.com. And as always, James Erpine signing out. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Useful shot, lad. Oh, bloody hell. The rain messed up the pitch. Do you want tea and crumpets? Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason. Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.